guys, what's up? Welcome to the Kind Intentions podcast. I am Natalia Andrade and this is my very first podcast. If you're here, you've probably come from my YouTube or probably my brother's TikTok or wherever it is that you're coming from or you may already know me, but today we're going to be talking about leadership as uh, some of you that may already follow me or just know me in person know um, I just recently experienced one of the biggest moments of my life um, when I was 16. Oh, by the way, I'm in college now, so um, it's been a hot minute, but when I was 16, I designed a tiny house for a homeless veteran with the Big Heroes Tiny Homes project I started at my high school, Summer Creek High School, and this past Wednesday, it finally got finished and shipped to its homeless veteran, so um, with all this going on in my life, I kind of just want to sit down and talk about leadership for a minute, and our society as a whole right now and my generation, I feel like there's a huge crisis in leadership at the moment. We have this struggling like generation that like wants to lead and there's still like a lot of hesitation because of judgment and social media kind of open up that like portal to being judged. And I feel like a lot of people, especially my generation and younger generations are so afraid of like what others will say about them. And so before we get in deeper into the subject, I kind of want to want to ask you guys this question and just kind of keep it at the back of your mind throughout the podcast is, how do I become a great leader? Well, let me tell you something. I was at church a few weeks ago, and they were talking specifically about leadership, and I thought, well, what better thing to talk about going into the next few weeks that I had coming up? And um, they were mentioning God's direction with leadership and like God's perspective for a good leader and they were talking about the direction and like prioritizing others and then empowering. So a huge thing about leadership is knowing how to be an authority. But here's the thing, like you need to have been a follower, a good follower before you can actually be in a position of authority. And Part of that is knowing how to love others. You need to know how to trust and love in others before you can be in a position of authority and know how to set that right direction. You don't want to be in a position of authority if you yourself aren't clear on what is going on. You have to learn to trust in God's word and like know where it is that you want to go in life before you can bring others with you. You also need to be aware of the culture. Like a big part of being the head architect of the Big Heroes Tiny Homes project was understanding like the influence I had around myself. Like I was a high schooler. There was so many like things that popped up in my life that I could have decided to do or be part of that would have completely ruined the image that the whole project itself was entailing. And I had to be cautious enough and have the right judgment to not make those decisions. And that's a huge part of being a leader. You have to understand and go into something or a position of authority knowing that you are going to have to compromise some things. Like you're not going to be able to go out and have like drinks with friends if you're underage because you know like the public eye is watching. Like that's just not something that is as easy to do when you're in those positions. And like it's no secret. Like high school, like a lot of things happen. <laughs> a lot, a lot of things happen. I was able to keep that out for the last two years of my life while I was, you know, junior and senior in high school. And there was nothing I, I would ever do that I would want to, like, redo again because 
all my actions kind of led to that big moment that I experienced on Wednesday. And seeing that house ship off was the best feeling in the world. So trust me, always leads to the greater good. Another huge factor is when you are leading a group, like you need to make sure that you can be personable with them. Like the Big Heroes Tiny Homes people that I was working with, like we're all one big family. And if anyone ever did anything to another person in our circle of friends and like peers we would all stand up for each other because that's just how it goes like you need to be there for one another especially with something as big as the big heroes tiny homes project like we had each other's backs like I'm so close to the people I work with that I can call any of them at any given moment and be like hey like this is going on and just like somebody to talk to and my architecture teacher Mr. Gaylord and specific like he's one of those people and his wife Mrs. Gaylord like I talk to them constantly they're almost like my second parents okay so when you are learning to be a leader you have to be a good follower first you need to learn people who have already gained that experience that's a huge factor and that kind of caught me by surprise when I started the Big Hero Sandy Homes project like I never imagined I'd be in a position of leadership and I had no one really to look up to prior to that because we kind of started it, but I did look up to um, people like Sadie Robertson. Like I watched people like her and other YouTubers and just influencers in general that were leading like a movement or a group and kind of took from that. And I found that very helpful because it taught me like the core values of what it is to be somebody in a position of leadership and what image I wanted to give off and like be an example for like the people below me and the younger kids like that was a huge thing like I didn't want to ever mess up or do something that would encourage something that I wouldn't be proud of and like one of the biggest moments of the ceremony I had for the Big Heroes Tiny Homes project was this little girl coming up to um, the homeless veteran with the project her and her classmates had done and when this little girl walked up to that homeless veteran presented him with that project and gift I was like blown away I was like that's exactly the impact I wanted to have on my community like to influence the importance of service to little kids as young as she was she must have been at most like seven years old and like just to see that and like the pride she had in like giving him that gift and like how heartwarming it was like that was exactly what I wanted to accomplish and everything I had done to mold my life and the image I had given off till that day was so worth it and I continue to do my best to do that like besides the fact that I kind of already finished the project and it's kind of at free will I'm 18 and all that like I still try my best to keep that image like I do go to church every Sunday like I do things to keep me as a child in the image of God if that makes any sense like I want to be the best example to those around me and that's what everybody should strive for especially if you are interested in being a leader and everybody has a desire to be a leader in something it's just that hesitation and overcoming that hesitation that becomes a struggle and like you have to just learn to break that wall down and overcome it and part of like having that like struggle of like coming out of your shell is when you do things and you notice that others aren't following, and one of my favorite quotes that I've heard by John C. McWells, um, 
from his five levels of leadership is if you think you're a leader but no one is following, then you are only taking a walk, which is so true. Like, you, if nobody is following you, you're taking a walk, and, like, nobody sees exactly what it is you want to lead, or maybe you're not doing something right, and that's when you need to reevaluate yourself and, like, kind of notice, like, okay, is this, what is it that I'm doing wrong, and how can I make it better? And that's part of learning to be a good follower before you can be a good leader. But at the same time, you need to be willing to take those risks to get you there. And you need to trust God with your life because God will lead you down the path that you're meant to be. He will place you where it is that you are destined to be. And you need to be faithful in that things will work out because true greatness lives in those who submit themselves to God. Now, at the end of that service, I was just kind of thinking to myself, man, like the next three weeks of my life are going to be like the craziest I've ever experienced. And I was just kind of like reminiscing over some events that I had experienced through this project. You know, I remember when I first started and I was first presenting in front of like important people. I was thinking to myself, like, I remember when I started doing that and I was a nervous mess. Like I could not formulate words and I literally had to sit there figure out what it was I was going to say while I was presenting, like, for hours before I even got there. And now, like, I can just stand up in front of anybody and explain the project and talk to them about it. And then it dawned on me that, like, it didn't take just me to be a good leader. It took a village to get me to be a leader. And it was the people I had around me, my support system. And if you have that desire to be a leader in something... You need to surround yourself with people who will be there to support you and like guide you in a positive direction. Like I have amazing parents and I know not everybody has that virtue and it doesn't have to be your parents. Like you can have teachers, friends, like people who you know that will guide you. And there's this thing that I'll get into later on in the podcast. Um, But it's a rule where you hang out with like 33% of people who you desire to be like and then 33% of people who are exactly at the level you are at life and then 33% of people who are just under that and not to say that in a mean way it's just you are that 33% above them to guide them to be better and it's just a working effort Uh, one of the people I worked with through the tiny house um, Blaine Adams he was one of my classmates and I remember when we started he would get up there and he would, you know, lead and present with pride and dedication. He was so passionate and confident in himself. And I looked up to that because I could never do that. I was always so scared and shy and worried about messing up because I wanted to be perfect. I'm such a perfectionist and I feel like I beat myself up over it a little too much sometimes. And he, he made it seem so effortless. And so as time went on, I would just like pay attention. And now I find myself talking to people when I have to present portraying that same effortlessness that he did. And it was because I learned from him. Like I had people to look up to and he was part of that 33% of people I hung out with that I looked up to at the time. And you need people like that who are at a place in life that not, not that they're above you or better than you, but have accomplished something like something they have about themselves that you don't and you want. Like that's exactly who you want to surround yourself with so you can improve those skills that you want like right now 
uh, me and my roommate Riley, like we're so dedicated on going to the gym and working out. So <laughs> the past few months, like all we've been doing is watching workout videos and like following like health buffs and stuff. And those are people we're trying to surround ourselves with. And I have my group of friends at the gym that I look up to a lot, like Urson and Nathaniel, Fernando and Natalia. Like if y'all are listening to this, you already know. But yeah, like you have to have those people that you look up to. It helps you become a better you. So you can be prepared to be that for somebody else later on. Now, another part of leadership is we find a lot of leaders who don't quite lead for the right reasons. And it's a hard thing to call out sometimes because, you know, sometimes you're part of organizations and stuff where you have people who are in a position of leadership and they don't exactly portray those qualities of a leader or some people that just get themselves there without having to try because they know the right people. And you know what? You can't really change anything about that. Like that's, It's bound to happen. It happens all over the place, like in high school especially. I was part of a dance, my drill team in high school, and we had a lot of that. We had a lot of people who were in position to lead and weren't exactly the best leaders and wouldn't give off the best examples. We had some getting in trouble for doing things that they shouldn't have, that should have gotten them kicked off the team. And, you know, things happen. But you just have to learn to accept some of those things and take those people as examples of what not to do when you want to lead. But you can't blame them either. Like, they're human too. We all go through our mistakes. And you just have to hope and pray that you know, they'll fix themselves because you don't want to ever see anybody fall. And sadly, sometimes you do, but you want to be that person to encourage them to do better, especially if they're in a position of leadership. Just kind of be there to be like, hey, you know, like, you got this. Like, give them encouragement. I think that's the best thing you can do for people like that. Encourage them instead of hate them and, like, talk bad about them. Like, sit there and encourage them because if they see that they have people encouraging them to be better, I feel like they'd be inclined to want to be that better person. Of course, don't give them too much like, oh, like you're doing great. Like, no, but be like, hey, like if they did something good or they did something that day at like a practice or at an event that actually did show very good qualities of leadership, be like, hey, I really liked what you did there today. Encourage those positive moments because if they see that they're getting complimented for all those positive things, they'll be inclined to want to do more of those positive things more often. Now, I'm huge on practicing what I preach. Like, if you are destined or, like, you feel this calling to be in a position of leadership or you want to be, like, a president of an organization or if you're in high school and, like, you know, you want to be an officer for some organization that you're in, practice what you preach. Don't don't go up and stand and talk about something and say that you're going to do stuff or that you do do certain things that you don't do. Because then you're not, you're not giving people a valid example to follow. And, you know, I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect. And, like, through the Tiny Homes Project, like, I did my best to hold my image. And I'm not going to lie. Like, I, I'm sure I made mistakes. Like, I'd be the first one to tell you. I probably made quite a few mistakes along the way. But I was very adamant about saying you know what I'm not perfect like I do make my mistakes you know I wanted that to be very visible to my peers and like my friends like just because I was doing something great didn't mean I had my life together and that was something I got a lot like I talked to people or like adults and stuff and they'd be like oh like you got your life together you have it all planned out 
And the truth is, no, I am nowhere near perfect. I had nothing figured out. I had an idea of what I wanted to do with my life, but it was not set in stone. And I wanted people to see that. I wanted people to see that, yeah, I do struggle sometimes in school. Like, I get good grades, but they don't come easy. Like, I do have to work for it. Or, you know, I don't have a perfect, like, schedule every day. Like, I have a set schedule I try to follow, but it, like, doesn't always work out, and you have to be okay with not being perfect. And I wanted people to see that. And I think, like, my closest friends see it now. Like, oh, yeah, no, she's not perfect. And I have a very happy and um, upbeat personality, and that was another thing that I always got hit with in the midst of this project because I was always presenting and stuff, and I was always very happy and smiling. But the truth of the matter is, like, that wasn't my everyday emotion. Like, I'm human. Like, I feel things, too, and, like, people will say stuff, and, yeah, sometimes it does hurt my feelings. Something would happen in life, and I wouldn't be so happy about it. And my close friends got to see that after a while because I learned to open up. And as a leader, you need to learn how to seek help when you need it because it's better to admit that you are flawed or that you need help than to hide it and let that weigh you down because it will only put you in a position where you won't be able to lead as well or positively as you were before. And it's easier just to be honest with yourself and others so that you can fix it and come out stronger from those situations. So practice what you preach. That's so important. Now, I'm talking about like <laughs> how happy I was all the time and like my, you know, first perception emotions, I guess, if you will. Um, that's a huge thing. You need to be in a place in your life where you are happy before you're willing to lead other people because you want them to be in a position where they can excel as well and it's hard to excel when you are not happy and part of that is making sure that you understand your morals and your values like where do your morals and values come from my teacher Mr. Gaylord tells me this all the time every time I'm in a situation where I'm just not doing okay he always tells me okay where do your morals and your values come from it is very true. If you have a clear understanding of where your morals and your values come from, you can overcome anything. You just need to come back, you know, to your to where your origins are and like how you grew up and like what your parents taught you and like what you believe in. And that helps a lot like understanding who it is that you are and what you believe in helps you kind of understand like okay, this is a situation I'm in, what would I do to fix it? Instead of thinking, oh no, like, I need to figure out right now. Like, no, take a step back and think, okay. And sometimes part of your morals and your values are tied to people in your life. Like, one person I always think about when I'm in a situation is my dad. When I'm about to make a decision or I'm trying to decide what to do and I'm just not, not, in, the great, not in the greatest of places, I think to myself, okay, what would my dad say, think, or do if he was in this situation? How would he judge me for my choices? And that always helps me. Like recently, I had a family matter come up where um, I had to make a decision. <laughs> and I wasn't so sure what I was going to do about it. And I just kind of sat there and I was like, okay, what would my dad think about this? 
And immediately I just knew he would be like, okay, you're in such a great place in your life right now. Like you're accomplishing so many things. Maybe including some of those toxic attributes that these people would bring along would not be the best. And realizing that and understanding the morals and values behind it help me make the right decision. And sometimes you have to do that. You need to find that example in your life or that person that you want to be like or that you look up to that will help you overcome situations like that and kind of bring you back to your morals and values and like what you think and how you think about life. A huge, huge, huge thing about leadership is being the best you for yourself and then being that best you for others. You have to put yourself first. Work on yourself before you can help others work on them. And part of working on yourself is having yourself in a position where you can be like, okay, this is me. I'm not perfect, but it's a good me for other people. And one of the moments I had a realization of myself where I was like, okay, I feel like I'm at a good place of me to be a good place for others was when I was in drill team and um, I have a friend, her name's Kristen, like me and this girl go back for a few years now and she's definitely one of my closest friends, but um, completely opposite people. Had it not been for drill team, me and Kristen would have never been friends. Like we say to each other all the time, like there's no way. And it's because we associate with very different people. But some of her attributes kind of rubbed off on me in such a positive way that made me suitable to be a better leader. And she would argue the same thing about me. Like I rubbed off some qualities on her that helps her be a better leader for a drill team and like, you know, her, her group of friends. And um, that had a lot to do with me going into the Big Hero Sandy Helms project because I was that shy girl in school. Like I would not talk to people I didn't know. If I saw somebody I didn't really like, like their qualities and who they hung out with, I would not go up to them. Like I'd be like, I do not need that in my life. But because Kristen gave me that confidence I needed to be suitable for the Big Hero Tiny Homes position, it made me more vulnerable and I was willing to put myself out there. And that's a huge thing for me, especially in those types of positions. And now like I'm in a new organization, Content Creators, in college now, and I'm also in a sorority. And, you know, having that quality in my personality definitely helps me like get myself out there and be more confident in my actions and in my words and like who I am as a person and it kind of also holds me accountable in other aspects in life because like I want to be that like person that people can come to for help when they need it or like just somebody that they can talk to and um I reevaluate every single day like what I do because I want to make sure that that's somebody that other people can like look up to and I don't want to be putting out a bad image and so knowing how to be the best you for you is the best way to learn to be the best you for others and you have to work on it so like I'm getting into health right now like with my roommate like I'm trying to like be healthier make healthier choices work out constantly or daily and so if that's an image I want to give off then I have to do it positively not like preach like oh hey like I'm eating healthy like Instagramming my meals and being like oh look this looks so healthy look what I'm eating and then like right after go out and have like a whole pint of ice cream like no like you have to like know how to keep your lifestyle the way you want it in a healthy way 
in a positive way so that you can help others if they so desire to be like that to follow it and say look it's genuine be genuine about it be truthful about it and be like hey this is how I did it maybe you're not perfect and that's okay but know at least the guidelines and practice those guidelines in your life so you can be a good you for others so that being said that's kind of what leadership is for me and how I feel like people should follow it in order to be better for others so I asked y'all at the beginning how do I become a great leader so kind of let all this sink in kind of think about it and kind of see how you can be a better you for others and what you can do to be a better leader in whatever it is that you're seeking to do or whatever it is you may already be in and hopefully this kind of served you to be better (laughs) so thank you so much for listening and I'll see y'all next time